Here we go. Welcome in to our Big 12 football picks against the spread for week 11 of the Big 12 football season. I'm Pete Mundo. It is great to be with you as we uh, get the show started. We're going to talk about all five Big 12 games. I'll give you my picks against the spread. The picks went three and two against the number last week. We're 12 and six uh, the last month of the season. So we're on a roll. Hopefully you'll get on board with the picks, and let's get to it. Let's start off with West Virginia hosting Oklahoma. So I look at this game, and I say to myself, take the front of the name off the jersey. I know you're probably looking at OU and saying, I can get OU as a seven-point favorite at terrible West Virginia. Don't do it. I'm here to tell you, don't do it. Oklahoma is not a good football team this year. I'm not saying they're not going to win. But if I can get the Mountaineers plus seven points at home where they played much better football, you look at their home schedule. They should have beaten Kansas in week two. They had that game in the bag until late. They rolled Towson, obviously. They beat Baylor, and they hung with TCU. They are a disaster on the road. They got blown out by Iowa State, Texas Tech, and Texas the last three road games. But they play for whatever reason. I mean, everybody plays better at home. But the spread between West Virginia at home and West Virginia on the road is crazy. I know Morgantown's a tough spot to play, but man, oh man. I mean, it is night and day, West Virginia at home versus on the road. It's nuts. So I look at this Oklahoma offense, and I'm like, they got to get the running game going. West Virginia is pretty good against the run. And OU, I mean, OU cannot stop the run to save its life. Oklahoma's got the worst rush defense in the Big 12 by a mile. They're giving up 200 yards per game on the ground. If West Virginia can get things going a little bit, allow things to open up for JT Daniels and that passing game. Like, I don't think this is a really high-scoring game in general on Saturday. And that's another reason that I'm taking the Mountaineers with a full touchdown at home against an OU team that, frankly, is awfully mediocre this season. So I think that spread is based on the front of the jersey, not uh, you know what actually these two teams are. And maybe Neil Brown, I mean, he's still got the job, so maybe he looks at this as his kind of last stand. I don't know. We'll see. And if he's got any chance... Any chance of making a bowl game, Neil Brown's got to win out. So we'll see what happens on Saturday. But I'm taking West Virginia plus seven against the Oklahoma Sooners. Next up, Iowa State at Oklahoma State. If you told me two weeks ago Iowa State would go to Stillwater as a favorite, I'd call you crazy. But such is life in the Big 12 right now. Iowa State's got momentum. Oklahoma State is trending in the wrong direction. They have a ton of injuries. I don't, you know, just my gut, Spencer Sanders not playing. If he is playing, he's not 100%. And this Iowa State defense is number one against the rush. Uh, It's really good against the pass. I mean, they are absolutely outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. And their offense got things going a little bit last week against West Virginia. And Oklahoma State's defense can't stop a nosebleed. Can't stop anybody. I mean, they have been so bad defensively the last couple of weeks in particular, giving up 86 points. I mean, they gave up 350 yards in the first half against Kansas last week. They just got demolished. You look at this team. I mean, look at their last four weeks. 
The last four weeks, they've lost three or four games, has Oklahoma State, and they've given up 43, 34, 48, and 37. They're allowing over 40 points per game. Now, Iowa State does not have a great offense. It's still trying to figure things out on offense. But I do know this. They're going to be able to score because Oklahoma State can't stop anybody, and Iowa State can. Iowa State's got a really good defense going up against a very banged-up Oklahoma State offense. So (laughs) I'm taking Iowa State. I'm taking Iowa State minus one in Stillwater in this game on Saturday. I never thought I'd say it, but I am. And I think the uh, Cyclones have a little bit of mojo after they finally picked up their first Big 12 victory last week. And they're also fighting for a bowl game. they got to win two of their next three, and they will be bowl eligible again under Matt Campbell. Next uh, game, as we give you our Big 12 football picks against the spread, I'm Pete Mundo with HeartlandCollegeSports.com. Baylor, K-State, you want to talk about two teams trending in different directions. Baylor is a surging team right now. Baylor has won three in a row. They have figured things out, especially in the trenches, which is, you know, what I thought they were going to be. Baylor is finally looking like the team that I thought could compete and defend its Big 12 title. They beat Kansas. They won at Texas Tech. They won at Oklahoma. And now they've got Kansas State at home on Saturday. A Kansas State team that is reeling a little bit after the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, dealing with some injuries as well, lost to TCU, blew out Oklahoma State, lost to Texas on Saturday, got off to a slow start. And I'm thinking about this Baylor team, and I just love Baylor's speed up against K-State. Whether it's the duo in the backfield, Richard Reese, Squirrel Williams, I mean, these guys are electric. They have that speed on the edge. They can utilize it. They're going to be at home, and that is a big benefit to Baylor on Saturday, Kansas State's licking its wounds, and historically, historically, Waco is a disaster, absolute disaster for Kansas State. You know, Kansas State has one win in Waco in the last 20 years, and it was Bill Snyder against Jim Grobe in 2016 during the interim year, pre-Matt Rule, post-Art Bryles. I Like, Wow. One win in 20 years in Waco for Kansas State. For whatever reason, they really struggle down there. And uh, Baylor's the kind of team that, you know, you look at right now, I don't want to play Baylor. I just want no part of this Baylor Bears team. They're clicking at the right time. They're putting up points. They're playing much better defense. They're doing all those things you want to see them do. And, I mean, both these teams are obviously still in the hunt for the Big 12 title. The winner of this game will feel very good about their chances of getting to a Big 12 championship game. But man, oh man, uh, it's just a, a case of two teams right now trending in very, very different directions between uh, Kansas State and Baylor. So give me the Bears minus two and a half at home against Kansas State on Saturday. Next up, Big 12 picks against the spread. Kansas at Texas Tech. So KU comes out of the bye week last week and looks really good against a team in uh, Oklahoma State that's reeling. We know that Oklahoma State is a reeling team right now, but Kansas needed that bye week so desperately. I mean, they had played eight straight games. Uh, they had an emotional 5-0 and start college game day. Then they lost three in a row. Now they're back on track. And, uh, you know, you look at this team, 
and you say, okay, they've mostly beaten who they're supposed to beat. Outside of maybe Oklahoma, they've mostly beaten who they're supposed to beat. And now they go to Lubbock. And I, I just think that they've got a better team than Texas Tech. They've got a better team. I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, uh, first off, Texas Tech has no offensive line. Kansas is second in the Big 12 with 21 sacks in nine games. That's, that's that side of the ball. And then I'm looking at the other side of the ball, and I'm saying to myself, look at what Kansas has done. Look at what Kansas has done with its offense. I mean, they have a top half of the Big 12 offense. Uh, they're scoring 38 points per game. That's trailing only TCU and Baylor. And they get to go up against a Texas Tech defense that has been kind of bend but don't break. I think Texas Tech's defense has been one of the surprises in the Big 12 this season. But, man, the way this Kansas offense came out of that bye week last week was very, very impressive. Very impressive. So, uh, I think Tech is reeling. I think the numbers show they're reeling. Ever since that Texas game in late September, I mean, they've lost four or five games. The only team they blew out or even beat, for that matter, was West Virginia. So I'm jumping on Kansas as an underdog in this game. I think the line is off. I'm going Kansas plus three and a half as they get set to take on Texas Tech in Lubbock on Saturday. So Kansas plus three and a half at Texas Tech. Last but not least, you want to talk about messed up lines. Texas is a seven-point favorite. Woo! Explain that to me. Texas is a seven-point favorite against number four TCU. Is it Gary Patterson? Is it TCU is due? The game's in Austin. College game day. The betters love the Longhorns. Maybe it's all of the above to some degree. But I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, TCU is third in the Big 12 in passing yards per game. Number one in efficiency offensively versus a bottom half of the Big 12 defense. And, you know, that's being generous, to be honest. That's being generous in my book. Then I look at the fact that in a game when you are playing the number four team in the country, what do you have to be? You got to be on your game and you can't be sloppy. And I'm sorry, but Texas is sloppy. Texas, I mean, that's a fact. Texas is the most penalized team in the Big 12. In terms of number of pure penalties, Texas has been penalized 58 times. That's one more than West Virginia. And that's uh, 16 times more than TCU. TCU is the second least penalized team in the Big 12 outside of Oklahoma State. No one's got fewer penalties than TCU. So TCU is a more disciplined team. They are 9-0. They finally got into the top four. Are you going to look at this and tell me that TCU should be a seven-point underdog in this game? The line is off. It makes no sense. I know I'm not going to be alone betting this. I'm sure there's going to be wise guys who are going to be jumping on with uh, Texas. But I can't do it. I can't. I, I think that these guys... The Texas teams always get up for Texas. That's how it works. And maybe Gary Patterson is going to know everything about TCU. He's certainly going to know a lot about the players and know their weaknesses and strengths, but I think that's overblown. It's not like he's going to know the plays. 
It's you know he's not. He's not going to know the plays. He's not. He's not going to have any of that information. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, no way is that Gary Patterson uh, worth seven points for Texas. That is crazy. So give me TCU as a touchdown underdog in this game. I'm going TCU plus seven against the Texas Longhorns on Saturday. Those are the Big 12 football picks for the week. All right. I've got West Virginia plus seven home against Oklahoma. Iowa State minus one at Oklahoma State. Baylor minus two and a half at home against K-State. Kansas plus three and a half at Texas Tech. And TCU plus seven at Texas. There you go. I'm Pete Mundo. It is good, great to be with you guys as always. For those of you that follow me uh, personally, you may know, you may have seen that I uh, I host a radio show by Den Kansas City, and it's more news politics based. So it's been a busy week, as you can imagine, with the election and whatnot. But I cannot wait for Saturday. I just, you know, I've been in election mode with the day job. I've got to kick my feet up, watch some Big Twelve football get fired up. I'm going to the Chiefs game on Saturday. They're taking on uh, the Jaguars. So selfishly, I hope, I know you guys are looking forward to the weekend. I'm always ready for the weekend. And this week, maybe more than ever. I hope you have a great week. I hope you subscribe on YouTube. I hope that you will uh, subscribe to us on the podcast as well. And uh, please do join us and hit that rate, review, subscribe button, five stars, and uh, send me a screenshot of your rating and review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. We'll get you a free HCS koozie. Kevin says, I got to lay off the gummies. No gummies, man. If I seem a little tired, like I said, by day, I'm doing a morning radio show in Kansas City. Here was my Tuesday. My Tuesday, election day, wake up at 4, do my radio show 6 to 10, did a bunch of TV hits throughout the day. I was on the 6 p.m. and 10 p.m. news here locally, in bed around 11.30, up at 4 on Wednesday. Uh, It's just been a crazy few days. Trying to keep things going with the site. Shout out to our guys, Brian Clinton, Matthew Postens, everybody else. Those guys have carried me on their backs this week. But it's just been a wild week, a completely wild week. So, And I think we've got a great weekend of Big 12 football. The two, obviously, games to watch. Uh, are the two games that have major implications for the championship game, Baylor, K-State, and then Texas and TCU. But all these games have intrigue for different reasons. All these games have a lot of intrigue for very, very different reasons. So you look at Oklahoma, West Virginia, if Neil Brown loses, once again, when is the end coming? Iowa State, if they beat Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State's officially fallen off the wagon. Loser of the Baylor K-State game is going to have a very, very, uh, their season basically is over and it will be a disappointment. Kansas at Texas Tech may be the least intriguing game just because the storylines aren't as such where, I mean, the loser will be disappointed, but it's not a game changer necessarily. And then Texas TCU is college football playoff implications. What more can you ask for in this league? All right. What more can you ask for? Appreciate you guys. Enjoy the show. Thanks for being here as always. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Have a great day.